Welcome to the Boutique Fitness Studio Podcast, where we turbocharge your fitness studio's growth. I'm your host, Gordon Jomnevong, owner of a successful million-dollar exclusive fitness studio called Athletic Studio. Here in this podcast, each week we delve into mastering high-end client lead generation, marketing, operations, and team specific to boutique fitness studio owners, so your business is always thriving with and without you. Whether you're a studio owner, personal trainer, or health coach, I'm here to guide you through the nuances of growing your fitness business. So you're dominating the competition, playing a completely different game and achieving both your personal and business goals. Let's get right into it. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Boutique Fitness Studio Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Jomini Vong. Episode four, how to have clients sold on your fitness studio before they speak to you. I love this episode because I've worked really hard on developing these particular systems, these automated methods for my own fitness studio. And it's actually helped basically when clients become lead or when they want to come and work with us, they're 80 to 90% of the time, they're sold before even speaking to us. And it makes my work a lot easier. The work for my team, super easy. They don't even need to do anything. They just get new members and new clients to work with all the time. And it's helped other personal trainers and fitness studio owners as well that I've given advice to and, and help to. I'm going to share with you a little bit of the secrets here, right? So this is a podcast you want to be listening to if you're struggling with your conversion rates. We go through this in a lot of detail. So let's get straight into it. Number one, you want to have your online presence pretty much dialed in. With your online presence, what I mean by that is your branding and your positioning. Now, the mistake most fitness studio owners make, health coaches, personal trainers, they don't make everything targeted and tailored to their best client, their dream client, the person that they want to attract. They're being too broad and they're targeting everyone and their marketing, their branding, their messaging, their positioning, it's not tailored to that particular person. Or even worse, they want to make it all about themselves and not about their dream client. And obviously for the client who wants to train at your fitness studio, it's all about them, right? What they're thinking is what's in it for me? If I can get to my goal and I want to train there, then I'm going to be sold before I even speak to that particular person. When it comes to branding and positioning, the more that you know about your dream client, Now, I'm going to use my fitness studio as an example because I can speak on it the best, but you'll know a lot more about your fitness studio because you might have a different dream client or client avatar to me, but the principles will be the same. You'll just tailor it to that particular client, right? So with my fitness studio, athletic studio, we train a lot of driven individuals, business owners. They're probably 30, 35 plus, 40 plus. They've got a family, they live local to the area. They don't want to waste their time. They know specifically they want to be working with a one-on-one trainer, high intimacy, high touch points. And they've probably done group training before. They don't want to do group training and they like nice things. So maybe they like the luxury look and feel of the studio and the equipment. So I know that particular client because they probably travel overseas quite frequently. They travel for work. They'll stay in nice hotels. I know them to a T at a very high level and know that type of client. So I've tailored our whole online presence, our whole online experience to target that person and to attract them to be like, oh, wow, that studio, man, that looks good. I want to train there. I want to work with them, right? For example, when it comes to online branding and positioning, positioning is, is this person right for me? Now, when it comes to positioning for my fitness studio, they're looking for expert expertise, authority, reassurance that they're going to get to their results and they want to have a good time as well. So the environment has to look and feel good. 
the positioning we put out those messages through content when it comes to branding this might be the quality of the videos the look of the trainers this is stuff that you can still control and this is also the website if I had a, a one-page website that didn't look professional, maybe I did it on my own, I designed it on my own, or it was like a website that looked like it was done in the 90s, doesn't matter how good my product or service is, I will get less leads. I will get less inquiries because the website doesn't match what my client, my potential clients are expecting, right? So the branding needs to be on point. I have trainers ask me, studio owners ask me, hey, is it worth investing getting a new website? And I'll look at the website, and I'm like, all right, a good website is going to cost you anywhere between three to five grand, depending on how much work you're wanting to get done. But to me, spending three to five grand on a website is a no-brainer because we sign up one client, we'll get our money back from getting a new website, right? So it's a no-brainer. And for other fitness studio owners and personal trainers, it also just depends. Are you trying to attract a higher-end client? If you're trying to attract a higher-end client, yeah, 100%, you need a new website. It needs to be modern. It needs to be branded to fit your prospect. And then if you look at it from an investment point of view, if it's going to help you get more leads, then it's a no-brainer and you just got to do it, right? You want to have your online presence dialed in, your website, your social media pages, the copywriting. So copywriting is the wording and the messages that the social media viewer sees. And you also want testimonials and proof as well. So if you have a look at My Fitness Studio's website, social media pages, all you see is authority pieces, testimonials, just proof in the pudding, but also you're going to see my trainers on there. They're talking in front of a the camera. They might be demonstrating exercises as well. So what the prospect sees online is what they get in person. So you also want to promote what they're going to expect in person. There's no point if you're going to create a video, there's no point putting up a fake video of a group training session in the luxury hotel gym when your fitness studio isn't a luxury hotel gym, it's something else. Let's say that might get in a higher end quality lead, but when they walk into your studio, it's not what they're expecting. They're going to be like, fuck, this is not what I was expecting. I want a luxury hotel gym. And then they're going to walk straight out and you're like, hey, you just wasted my time. You're trying to trick me into coming into your studio right? So market what you've got. And then what you can do as well is if you feel like your space needs leveling up and yeah, get some new equipment. It all helps. Like with my fitness studio, we have the creme de la creme fitness equipment here. And I knew we needed to get this stuff because it's going to help bring in better clients and they're going to stay for a lot longer, which they do. Yeah. So you want to have your online presence dialed in and also promote your trainers online because it's going to help you. And if your trainers aren't up to that standard, get them practicing media training or get yourself doing media training. That's going to help bring in new clients as well because they want to see if they know, okay, I'm going to be speaking to Gordon or I'm going to be speaking to one of his trainers or working with them and they can see them. Then they're like, oh, wow. They're going to start making decisions in their head already. Oh, okay. This person, they're very knowledgeable about nutrition. They're very knowledgeable about training. They get good results. So when they come in, they're going to be sold already. It just gives them a lot more reassurance, right? That's having your online presence dialed in. The next one, I did have it as tailoring your online presence and your branding and your positioning to your dream client. So yes, you want to focus on that one person. Don't make your message too broad. Your online presence, it should repel people that you don't want to attract. With my fitness studio, I go through a lot of effort into making my marketing messages and my online presence to not attract people that want to do group training. So in our post, we'll actually go deep into bagging out group training. And group training is not a bad thing. It's just, this is just a marketing tactic to make sure that we don't get people that don't waste our time and then the good thing is that we're not wasting their time as well, because if they're looking for group training, they should not be inquiring with us. And we're not going to try and sell something that they don't want either, because it's not going to be a good fit for them, right? 
For example, if you're a Pilates studio and you're promoting your one-on-one or semi-private luxury Pilates program and you want to attract people to go into that particular program, then your marketing messages could be, this is why group training Pilates isn't good and you're not getting results. This is why weight training isn't getting you the benefits that our luxury Pilates program is going to get you right? So you're leaning in to the messages that are going to start attracting the clients that you want to attract. Yeah. So that's how you always tailor your content to your best client. Now, the next one is you want to do strategic content, stuff that I've just touched on before as well authority pieces that's going to position you as an authority expert. You actually want to have objection handling content within your social media content as well. Let's say you get a lot of rejections around price point, right? Then I might do a post around, hey, this is why it's better to invest in a higher price point product or service like ours is because the lessons that you learn and the results that you achieve with us, you actually keep for life, means that you don't need to keep investing in other fitness products that are gonna waste your time and money later on. So then you're just doing objection handling posts like that. So you might list out all the objections that you get in sales and then, okay, what's a post that I can do that's going to handle this objection? Other ways that you can do strategic content is sell with stories. A lot of what you hear in this podcast is basically stories, real life examples of what I do with my own fitness studio, right? So I'm not just sitting in this podcast, spitting out facts and studies and tips, because if I do that, then it's not going to be as compelling rather than telling a story, right? So you want to be telling stories. Another way you can do this is if you have client achievements before and afters, results and testimonials, do a story about how your client went from A to B, how a member went from A to B, and then you push that out. And then another prospect who's in that same position as that particular client will actually see it and be like, fuck, this person's exactly like me. They started training at this fitness studio. If I go to this fitness studio too, I'm going to get the same results. So I'm going to inquire there. And that's how you do stories. Yeah. And then you promote videos on testimonials, another one. And you can send these testimonials as an automated system or as an automated email to leads that inquire. So before they actually come in and speak to you, they're seeing all this content. They're seeing all these stories, testimonials, before and afters. By the time that they've come into the consultation for your fitness studio, they're already sold, right? The last one is what they see on social media is what they should get in person. Touched a little bit on this before, but... We go through it a little bit more now is that what this is basically 100% congruence. So whatever we market on social media, especially for a bricks and mortar fitness studio that you have or what you're aspiring to have or what I have is you should aim to make it 100% congruence because it's going to weed out any time wasters and it's going to attract and bring in the right people. So you'll only see on my um, fitness studios page is that You'll only see real photos and videos of the studio, real photos and videos of our clients and trainers, because that's what you're going to get in the studio. And because the good thing is that everything in the studio is of high quality and all the trainers are experts and really good at what they do, the prospects that come in, they're like, oh, this is exactly what I saw online. It's just as good. I'm already sold because it matches what they see. So there's no friction as part of that sales process, right? To give you an example of if there was friction in the sales process is let's say I still put out videos and photos of the studio and the clients and the trainers. But let's say if the prospect speaks to the trainers and the trainers like dumbasses and they don't know anything about nutrition and training and they're super awkward, they're not confident and they're not fit. Then when the prospect comes into the fitness studio and does the taster session or the consultation or whatever, they're going to be like, oh, what the fuck? This is weird. Yeah, the studio looks good, but I don't know if this trainer can get me the results. This is not what I saw online. 
And then that's an objection that you'd have to try and handle and deal with. Whereas if it should have already been solved, right? This is why you want to make things as 100% congruent as possible. And don't try and deceive and trick potential clients, members, and prospects online because they'll find out and you'll know through your sales process because the conversion rates from leads to actual sales is going to be super low, yeah? If you have authority and expertise content and you or your salesperson isn't educated or an expert to help the prospect, that can be incongruence as well. If you have a salesperson in your studio who isn't naturally a trainer, the way that you can get them to become a better salesperson and make it more congruent as part of the sales process is have that salesperson go through your fitness program. They might train with a trainer. They're going to go through the classes. Whatever the prospect or the client is going to experience, that salesperson should experience that um, outcome or transformation and the service so they can have the expertise and knowledge to be able to explain, educate, and coach the prospect into becoming a, a, a client, right? Otherwise, you don't want to have a salesperson that's trying to make a sale that doesn't know anything about your service because the prospect's going to know it's not going to be a good experience for them. These are all the things that I've implemented into my own fitness studio and I've helped others and their conversion rates is pretty much just skyrocketed. They have no problems when it comes to leads becoming sales. Their conversion rates are super high and the majority of their leads are sold before even speaking to them because when they become a lead, they're like, there's a reason why they're becoming a lead because they've seen our content already. They're choosing us over the competitors and they're wanting to work with us. So implement these into your fitness studio and make your sales super easier so you have more time off. Thanks for listening in to the Boutique Fitness Studio Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please give us a five-star review and subscribe so you never miss out on our weekly insights. Ready to take your fitness business to the next level? Download my Million Dollar Fitness Studio Playbook, link in the show notes, and discover the exact strategies that booked out my fitness studio within our first 60 days and generated over a million dollars in sales within its first 15 months. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Vong for daily tips and behind-the-scenes action. Until next time, keep fit, healthy, and elevating your fitness studio. Here's to your success.